All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Oilers Nation After Dark begins now. Dan, I'm so jacked up right now. I literally don't even know what to do with my own hands. In the wise words of Jack Michaels, as he once said, what can you say? I try to do that in my best Jack Michaels voice because these Edmonton Oilers just continue to find a way to win 16 in a row as Pat, the gang moves on with a sweet 16 game win streak. Shout out to it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Dan, it was tight checking hard battle of a game and the Edmonton Oilers once again, come out with a dub. They're winning games, all kinds of ways. The power play was big tonight. The top line was massive tonight. All the big dogs ate. I'm so happy I get to enjoy this win streak for another week and then some. Our next game is February 6th. I'm going to be chewing on this one for a while. Dan, how are you feeling right now? Well, I'm just glad that the haters have another game where they can point to it and say that the competition wasn't great. But the the fans that watch the game will agree with you that that was a hard-fought battle. That was another game where one of these crap teams comes into town and puts on their best damn effort to do what they do, which is, you know, muck it up and, and grind it out. And, uh, and they, all, they, you know, they, they gave a little bit of fear, a little bit of fear in the third period. But uh, so you give, you give credit to the Predators there, but the Edmonton Oilers were not to be denied on this night. The, you know, led by Connor McDavid and a pissed off Connor McDavid about seven minutes into the game. You, it was over. It was game over after that. You, you knew that the captain was mad. Jack Michaels pointed out, I love it. I even texted Pat and I was like, oh shit, we got an angry Connor this early into the game. What are we going to get? Boom. That's the performance we see from the Edmonton Oilers. Um, I see this one in here from Cody. He said, do you guys remember what losing feels like? Um, At least in the month of January. No. Pat, can you pull up a good throwback tweet to our buddy Chase Claypool back in the day? He had one of these. It's actually... It's actually a little, oh wait, I see Pat's trying to search for it. There it is. There it is. He's pulling it up. 
Chase Claypool had this viral tweet go down when he tweeted this when he was on Undistreeted Feek in the NFL. We're going to leave out what happened to the rest of his career. But, Pat, the 2024 Edmonton nice. Oilers, in January specifically, I can now say they have never heard of losing. 11-0-0. Are you kidding me, Pat? Can we also take a look at the perfect calendar graphic with all the beautiful green check marks? When I brought this in on the first game of the month, you had Dan, let's just both just let's not even talk. Let's just look at this. I brought this one in at the beginning of the month saying, you know, this looks pretty good in my wildest dreams. Maybe, you know, eight and three, seven and four, something like that. Dan, it's 11 and 0. It's the perfect month. It's perfect. There's no other word. It's perfect. I got a shout out. I got a shout out. My buddy, Paul, he texted me late December and said, have you looked at the January schedule? That is an entirely winnable schedule. And here we are. Win after win after win. I don't remember what it feels like to lose and I'm loving every bit of it. Dude, the people in the chat right now, if you enjoy 16 dubs in a row and a sweet 16, you're going to smash that like button right now because I love watching it just shoot up right after I say it. If you love the Oilers, you love Oilers Nation as well. I laughed at this one. Hold on. From D Swerty. Sorry, Pat. He said, at 16, the street can get its driver's license, which is great because now it can drive this wagon of a team, the Edmonton Oilers. Boy, oh boy. Wagon is the only term that I can think of when it comes to this. All Rust Offerson says it's all about the knob wagon. I love it. I'm going to let anything fly in the chat. Today. You guys do whatever you want. Vibes are way too good. But I should have said hello and welcome to Oilers Nation after yeah, my window's closed, but it looks like there's still light out there right now. So I'm not going to say after dark. I'm going to say after 16 consecutive dubs. We've already checked in inside the Booster Juice YouTube chat. <laughs> I love Calvin Pickard said it's perfect. Down to the last minute detail. The details tonight, I want to get specifically uh shout out to our boy Yeremchuk. He's got a tweet as well. But Dan, the Edmonton Oilers power play. Oh, it's back. All right. <laughs> it's back. Oh man, it's a, it's a thing to be watching. I said on O and R just yesterday, you you, you had a, a semblance of it in the last game, but man, oh man, the rest of the league has something to be worried about when this power play starts to click. And here we are, Tyler saying it right there. Bad news for the rest of the NHL: the Oilers' power play is back. This is a team that had. Four, I think four, three or four power play goals leading up to the, the set last two games in a stretch where, you know, we were finding every other way to win. The only question mark you could have asked about this team is where was that elite power play? And man, oh man, did you find it tonight? They were absolutely cerebral after the after the McDavid haul down and, and flailing of the arms. I want to see less flailing of the arms and more of what we saw for the rest of the game, which was elite-level power play. Yeah, we'll get into the refs in just a bit in the good, bad, and oily. I was on Twitter during this game and inside our own YouTube chat here. It was They were letting the boys play. They were letting the boys play today, but then there was a couple decisions here and there. We'll unpack it the more we move along. But the Edmonton Oilers... Move to 16 straight dubs on the back of a 4-1 victory over the Nashville Predators. Stuart Skinner, are you sick of me saying it yet? Had another unbelievable performance. 29 saves on 30 shots. Shout out to the post as well. 
We'll get into that one in just a bit. The camera even zoomed in on the post to show the marks tonight. MVP, stick taps in the chat for the post. Stick taps in the chat for everyone. I keep saying it. Like the video, smash, subscribe. Get in the Booster Juice YouTube chat. And tell me how you're going to celebrate Sweet 16 tonight. Yours truly. I think it's safe to say I will be downtown at Greta. But let's get into it now. The Greta scoring summary brought to you by the best bar in the city for all your pre and post game needs. Enjoy any of their unreal features from incredible drink deals, delicious street food, dope ass games. And of course the ice cold beer, you got hours. What is it right now? 4:48 PM. If you want to hunker down at Greta for the rest of the evening, now's the time. Get a good table. There's some other hockey games going down. It's a Saturday night. Vibes are so good. And who knows? The Edmonton Oilers might be out and about tonight. I feel it'd be pretty safe to say they're going to be celebrating this one. But let's get into it. The scoring summary and the Edmonton Oilers power play. I just mentioned it. I'm pretty sure we got some of the highlights here as well. This Oilers power play. They do what they do. Tonight, what were they? They were two for three. You see it here. RNH gets on the score sheet, which is a sight for sore eyes lately. For Oilers fans, they work a little give-and-go right here. Golden Sissons just let Nuge slowly tiptoe behind him. He looked absolutely oblivious. And then Nuge gets the puck, and he's like, oh, shit. Oh, that's right. Boom. Back of the net. Nothing you can – nothing really that I can say for Kevin Lankin. And right there, that's on a power play. You shouldn't have guys skating that easily into the slot. Perfect screen in front of him. And Nuge gets on the score sheet tonight. If anybody on this team needed a goal recently – Sure, Vander Kane, but he got one a couple of games ago. It's Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Dan. First minute of that power play felt a little scatterbrained. I was a little worried that we might be getting away from it, but then they they just seemed to calm right down, and the Predators retracted a little bit. And like you said, it was it was lost man after lost man, and it was just it felt like it was a matter of time on that play. So yeah, wonderful to see. Felt like you woke the beast right there. Uh, yep, that was Ryan Nugent Hopkins, 12th of the season. And I do believe his first goal, including today, in his last 10 games, you got to love seeing him get the monkey off the back right before he's going down to a beach somewhere. He's not an all-star, so he can relax. No, he got on the score sheet. I mentioned on pregaming today, while Nuge might not be scoring, he's still an assist machine. He's had four consecutive games with an apple going into this one. Nuge is just fine, but it's a beautiful sight to see. We all remember the 37-goal pace he was on last season. We move along to the second period where, yep, it's the Edmonton Oilers power play yet again. I mentioned 5v5. This was an incredibly tight-checking game. And then, I don't know, me and Pat were texting, and he said, how many times did you scream shoot during this power play right here? I'm not going to lie. I said at least three, but you got to love this. I, I They're just zipping this thing around all over the place. Connor McDavid, no look. Beautiful feed to Leon. I think all Oilers fans knew where that puck was going to end up. But what are you going to do there for Nashville? They're spread out all over the ice. Poor Kevin Lankinen. And Leon Dreisaitl, don't look now. The man's starting to heat up. Also, today on pregame with Bordzy, Bordzy's bankroll was Leon to get a goal, anytime goal scorer. And there you see it on your screen. Wow. Big 800 for big Leon tonight. Dan, he was fantastic this evening or this, wow. this afternoon, I guess. I got to be honest. felt a little bit of deja vu there. Feels like that is a spot that he scores on the Nashville Predators every single time that team plays. And it's from right there and it's on the power play. So yeah, it again, it's just starting to feel inevitable with this power play and that goal is proof and parcel. 
It really is. The big dogs, as I said, they were they were on fire tonight. Connor McDavid, goal three assists. Leon Dreisaitl, goal two assists. Nuge, goal and assist. We, we, we was in so much noise about the teams that the Edmonton Oilers have played recently. And yes, I'll give it to you. Blackhawks, not good. Jackets, not good. I know you still have to beat the teams in front of you. But this one was a good test. This is a playoff team. Nashville is scrappy all over the place. They didn't give up. And sure, they had a backup goaltender in the net tonight. But hey, doesn't matter who's in there. You beat them. I also forgot. I got very sidetracked. If we're about to be sent off into the sunset, you're not going to see this pregame with Boardsy or any of this after dark till February 7th. I do believe it is only pop or apparent appropriate. We crack one of these, no free ads, no free shout outs. So I'm nope. keeping this covered. I'm going to pour one of these into my nice little blue cup that I got down here. Dan, you, you enjoying any suds over there? I am I am not in the suds tonight. I have been partaking in my own puff. Uh, so I will, uh, yes, I will pass over to you. And uh, we don't do that in the house, though. Not inside the house. Good for the Excellent. safety, kids. Excellent puff, puff, pass thing right there. That's also hey. Shadow Pat. His last name is Puff. And his hockey team name in our fantasy league is Puff Puff Passing. <laughs> nobody feeds that puck like Patrick Puff. You're damn right. And shout out to Puff Puff Passing. We are locked in a battle right now between me and him, him and the Capital City Capitals of, uh, of, of course, first place in the league. Uh, but it looks like Pat might be able to pull this one off. Pat, how do you back. feel about that? You feel confident? I'm feeling pretty good. I picked up Bushnevich the other day. Two games this weekend. Two goals last night. Might be the big push I needed. Unreal. Yeah. It's a tight one in our fantasy league, and it's all the, the regular characters you could imagine. Brett's up there, Dan's up there, I'm up there, Yuremchuk's up there, Pat's up there. It's a battle. There's a lot of pride in this fantasy league, way more than the football one. There's pride in this one, but we're getting sidetracked. Greta scoring summary. We move along here to the third period where Connor McDavid, that's it. That's all I got. It's Connor McDavid. He does it yet again, fires a shot from behind where he gets he gets the rebound in the slot there gets his own rebound does his patented little bank off the goaltender you'll never get sick of watching mcdavid do things like this but you get a good look at it right here on the screen great feed from matthias ekholm throws it on net hyman's battling picks it up and then edmonton Oilers fans we've seen this move be pulled off so many times i always feel bad especially for a backup goaltender what's he gonna do right there that's just Connor mcdavid Hockey IQ. Everybody else is here. Here's Connor McDavid. You are moving in slow motion in comparison to everything Connor McDavid is doing. And it's just proof right there. You know, that goalie is in the right spot, but McDavid is already three steps ahead of him and, and has already made a decision that he's going to play it off of him. And at that point, Lankinen is damned if he did and damned if he didn't. If he tries to slide towards the back of the net, he's dragging the puck in there faster. So it's it's incredible to watch. It really is just, it feels like I say this every freaking show I'm on right now, but you gotta be tuned into every second of this hockey that you can because we are going to be talking about these good old days in years and years to come and these are moments those are plays that are going to get lost to the annals of history so just soak it up and enjoy it now because that was special to watch Drink it in, Dan. Drink ah, it in. Ah. I also said, I'm getting that calendar with the green check marks. I'm printing that out. I'm putting that in a frame. I might even put it behind me. Who knows? Because I said it on the last After Dark. You can't tell me. You've been an Oilers fan. 
You've got some years on me as well, like Bag Milk does. I'm sorry. I don't want to <laughs> age you. Let anyone know. But I've been an Oilers fan my entire life. There has never been a stretch like this. And as we pointed out, there's only three teams ever that have ever won this many games in a row. As I said today, this will answer the age-old question, Dan. Will the Edmonton Oilers as a franchise ever be as good as the Columbus Blue Jackets? Well, I guess <laughs> I guess we are now as we both have 16-game feeders. Shout out to Nuge is in the chat. Hand up. He did tell me. He was fine. I said today on pre-gaming, I wanted to walk back some of my takes because I said he's been getting apples left, right, and center. Nuge will be just fine. He told me it himself. And what do you know? He goes out and grabs a Gino tonight. But then that third period got a little got a little tight there for a couple of moments where it really felt like the Edmonton Oilers were hemmed in their own zone. I'm not sure. Do we have that one, Pat? Or do we not bring in the other guy's goal? No, they didn't post it on their Twitter, so I couldn't grab it. <laughs> So ugly, we didn't even want to watch it, baby. Yeah, exactly. Uh, their, yeah, exactly. Their social media uh, person gave up halfway through the second period. Hey, they get a break too. They need a break too sometimes. I remember what it was like having to do shows and push. I also remember them things. getting very mad at Waz when we were in Nashville. So, <laughs> well, that one, that one might just be Waz. I don't know. Waz I've, reading I've the messages wrong. You're right. Before. You're right. But it was Colton Sissons who got on the score sheet, assisted from Luke Evangelista and Craig Smith, I do believe. And then there was chances for the Preds in that period. I mentioned the post. It was fantastic. Shout out to shout out the post, arguably just as much. They really kind of weathered the storm there for the Edmonton Oilers. And then who doesn't love to see it? Zach Hyman actually scored an empty net goal tonight. He grabs his 30th of the season. I thought it was a great play from Leon Dreisaitl in his own end there, battling along the blue line, chips it ahead. Hyman wins the race to the puck. And the rest, as they say, is history, Daniel. 16 in a row, the Sweet 16. Oh, it's just beautiful. I said I want Greta to throw a birthday party like a 16-year-old <laughs> girl would in California. I want all kinds of balloons. I want everything. I want to walk in there and just, just have cheers left, right, and center. Oilers, you guys can come too. You guys can there come too. We'll see you at Greta. Well, let's move along here to the good, the bad, and the oily Brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and it's making new ones just like we are every game day with these Edmonton Oilers. You don't need insurance to protect you from these Oilers right now. But if you are traveling, Alberta Blue Cross protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. For me, we got to start with it. It's the good. It's the obvious. It's the sweet 16 birthday party. The gang is hunting for 16 now. Now we're looking for 17 to tie the NHL record, I do believe, right? We'll be taking on Vegas Golden Knights when we do come back. I mentioned it. I'm not even looking ahead to that Vegas game. Brooke Forrester, boom, says it right there. Let's go, baby. We want 17. You're damn right we do, Brooke. I'm not even looking ahead to the next game because I am just going to chew on this one and enjoy this perfect month for right now. Dan, tonight, sure, like, let's talk about it. We know the Edmonton Oilers didn't have the most amount of competition during this run. Sure, were there good teams at the beginning of the run? A couple of them in between. You beat the Leafs, you beat the Kraken. Everyone focuses on the bad teams. I've asked everyone that comes on here, Dan, you play who you play, and I do not apologize for the schedule. If it was that easy to win 16 games in a row, then everyone would do it. I, 
yeah, the 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 schedule argument is always going to be a grasping for straws kind of thing. It's a Vancouver Canucks level of argument. They always go there. They're always complaining about that kind of stuff. It's uh, it just is what it is. But I mean, you can't like I don't know. The Edmonton Oilers have nothing to say to, or to do with this schedule creation. It doesn't uh, like it. Com- it it com- Founds the the response system because there's just nothing you can say to that. Sure, they're all crap. Uh, like you know what, every team is bad uh, compared to us. I don't know what uh, what else to say to that. Then then okay, you know, and 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 I hope that that person just just enjoys our enjoyment of this win streak more because because it really is special when you're a part of it and i think that that's something that was lost on me even when columbus was more recently doing their on their 16 game winning streak and they were pushing for the penguins i can't remember the the storyline around where it fell apart for them but but like i don't know you can you can you can change the story however you want to but this is pretty damn special to be a part of and i'm enjoying the heck out of it yeah, I see Naeem and Yuri said we started this off by beating the Rangers and Devils. And I'm pretty sure at the time the Rangers were one of, if not the top team in the NHL. They were third. Around there. See, Dan, he's yeah. an encyclopedia of knowledge. You see that hockey fights hat right there as well? <laughs> if you didn't know, Dan is the man behind hockey fights. And Dan, you're just a man. You're just you're just a hey, man. I just love you. Um, Joel and you said I think the break is perfection. They will come out fresh. That's something you noticed in the last couple of games. I said today on pre-gaming. He said, am I just being a wet blanket because I'm a little concerned that we haven't been absolutely beating the shit out of bad teams? They've been close here and there. Tyler was great in kind of talking me off the ledge, and he said, hey, you're never going to have your perfect game. You're always going to have, sure, some back-to-backs like that, but you don't have your A-plus effort. But they hunker down, lock in in the third period, at least lately, and once again tonight, partially, there were some moments in that third period. What do you think about that, Daniel? Well, if I just have to peek ahead and we we are looking at Vegas, Vegas is in a in a similar somewhat position in the sense that they're waiting for some injuries to come back. I think they're sitting at seven regulars right now, uh, not in the lineup. And so, I mean, you know, you you can't you can't they're going to they're definitely going to have that as an asterisk if if this break doesn't help them as well. I don't know what their schedule is for the next week, to be honest. It's all over the place, depending on when you get your break. But uh, but yeah, I. I <laughs> I'm I'm kind of back and forth on the break just because I mean it, it like again there's nothing we can do about it it's happening Leo and and Connor are not having a break completely they'll be back on the ice and the players will be skating as well so it's not exactly the end all to be all of a break um, yeah I, it, it's 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 a double edged sword of sorts because Vegas is also going to be able to take advantage of this break and then we got to be thinking about Anaheim as well. I welcome the break because I think there's a reason most teams haven't ever gone on this far. As I just mentioned, it's tough to keep your A game. You got to be locked in and to do it for 16 straight. While wildly impressive as it is, it's hard to keep that going and keep that consistent effort. Shout out to Jack. He's my MVP of the chat today. He says, hey, I'm a Canucks fan. Full credit to the Oilers. They can only play the teams in front of you. Canucks and Oilers in the playoffs will be great. Stick taps to Jack for actually having a brain and being real. I've loved the people online that are like, hey, if I could win 16 in a row, I would win 16 in a row. It just doesn't happen. We move along, though. 
And this is something I brought up for the bad at the beginning of this game tonight. I also just saw it. Ah, I lost it. I was Braden Showtime here. He said, the Oilers only beating bad teams is the same as Connor McDavid, never drawing penalties just because the refs are blind. Let me ask you this one, Dan. To start the game, I did like that you noticed Jack pointed out, oh, they're letting the boys play today. They were letting them go out there and bang bodies. There were some missed calls that Connor McDavid straight up got tackled at the blue line. I don't even know what that was. There was no call. You know me. I don't I don't want to overly harp on the refs. It's the hardest job in the world. We still walk out of here with a W. It was a little tough to find something bad, to be honest tonight. So I went with the refs. What did you think about them letting them play and then kind of not? I don't know. I felt like there was some missed calls, specifically on McDavid, like Braden said. It feels like a running theme when I come on after dark, we're talking about this and that's okay. Because yeah, you, I, I, you're the problem. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think that I'm bringing some noise to this conversation, but I do think it is, it's, it's kind of what you said. It's I I'm, I'm good with either or, but pick a lane and stick to that lane for the rest of the game. Now, what, what the Oilers did, which I like is better than what they've done in the past is they didn't let it get them down emotionally. And they, they seem to actually use it to fuel them and fire them up a little bit more. And I love to see it. You know, you, you knew that that like after that, after McDavid gets hauled down and he gets his arms up in the air, it felt like he kind of collected himself and he knew that there was a makeup call coming and it sure as shit happened at the end of that play. So, I mean, it, it just, you you've got to remind yourself of the ebbs and flows, but you 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 feel for the players because man oh man, like one minute it's a penalty, the next minute it's prison rules, next minute it's a penalty, and that has to be frustrating. That has to be confusing when you're trying to to play at your best and trying to figure out where that razor's edge is because that's what being an athlete is is trying to find that extra edge that your opponent doesn't have. I do. I gotta be honest. I'm a fan of prison rules way more. I love yeah. playoff hockey, letting the boys play. Once it involves my sweet, sweet number 97, I got a big problem with it. Um, people in here. I like it. Everyone bringing me back down to earth. Joel said I was fine with the lack of calls. Maynard disappoint. I do agree. He said refs were bad both ways. Yeah. It was fine. As long as you're consistent in what you're doing, I will be okay with it. And it looked like they were going to let him play. And you could tell that from a couple minutes into the game. And you're right. That also made us get angry Connor tonight, which turned into a four point night. So you know what refs, you know what refs, you are off the hook tonight. I've mm-hmm. talked myself into that. They went from a bad into <laughs> a good. We move along here to the oily. This one, everyone had their eyes on tonight. And from the literal first shift of his game tonight, the man got right in front of the net an extra poke on the goaltender starts a little scrum. He even fell over. I thought Corey Perry looked fantastic tonight for a guy who hadn't played since I believe it was November 19th. He's 38 years old. He stepped into that third line, which looked great on the last game, arguably even the one before with Dylan Holloway and Ryan McLeod. Connor Brown was on that line before. It looked good. I don't think Connor Brown's getting that spot back anytime soon. I feel like I saw enough from Corey Perry right there. And Dylan Holloway might have to learn to keep a stick on the ice with Corey Perry because he had that one behind the net, no look pass that went right out front, open cage for Dylan Holloway. He just wasn't expecting it. That will come with time. What did you think of the Worms debut today, Dan? Uh, yeah, I mean, first of all, kind of flow, as, though. 
as a fellow 37, 38 year old, uh, you know, I, I love seeing the young people excited about somebody, my vintage joining the team uh, and, you know, contributing in a role that he just checked the boxes that you, you wanted to see from Corey Perry tonight. Uh, and then on top of it, his line mates were exceptional. Uh, Holloway was absolutely buzzing. There is a player there that I didn't think I saw even at the start of the year, uh, you know, or be previous to this, it's just some flashes of brilliance and and ex- excelling at that. And then McLeod on top of it, a guy that is just taking the puck to the net. You know, in the the twenty seven, the, the sorry, not the twenty seven game streak, the the thirteen games to start the season when we were talking about all those different issues that we were having. McLeod was one of those where it was a guy that was just zooming around the net and whipping around the net, never going at it. And you don't see that out of that player anymore. He's going after the net. He's going to see it. So I love to watch it. I love to see what Corey Perry is going to continue to bring to that youthful third line and i think you're right i think connor brown not not so much a detriment to his style of play it's just perfect you know match made in heaven kind of thing that Corey perry came in i said it on pre-gaming i feel bad for connor brown but if you snooze you lose and the man snoozed way too long Corey perry looked great i'm very excited to see the impact that he has on dylan holloway as the season progressed i tied it in today saying could it be a Matthias Ekholm to Evan Bouchard type influence? I feel like Holloway and Perry have similar playing styles, at least a younger Corey Perry. Because Dylan Holloway, that man looks like a bat out of hell sometimes. He is all over the ice. He's so fast. He's engaged. I think he's going to be a 30-goal scorer in just a couple of years. You saw Bob Stoffer at the intermission saying, I didn't know if he was going to have this in him, but he's always been a Holloway supporter. He looks fantastic right now. Ryan McLeod, what more can you say? The man has really turned around from the beginning of the season, arguably playing the best hockey of his NHL career. Then you throw Corey Perry out there. Somebody pointed out, oh, here it is, Braden Showtime. Corey Perry saved a goal when he intercepted that pass to Evangelista with the wide open net with about five minutes left. He looked great. Maynard, you already saw this one. This is perfect. Perry is a third-line player with a first-line brain. I can't wait to see the influence that he has on these young players. And that's just one game. And, you know, you give him a couple more practices. He's not going to the all-star game. He should be hanging out in Edmonton, getting some skating in with the guys. Who knows? I mean, who knows going on vacation where, but who knows? Uh, I see from KQ and your, he says, you guys should grab Kessel. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm, I'm good. I mean, I'm good. I'm good. Dan, are you good? Because please say you're good. I mean, if the cost was right, but like we don't have money, that's a that's a major issue for this team. Yeah, are you gonna are you gonna pay for it, KQ? I mean, if you guys all want to go fund me and get in there, but no, I don't even want Phil Kessel. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's just it, we're not like the this team is showing that there's that there's less I think to be done than we definitely thought at the start of this season, uh, but. 
but the holes that we have, I think are, have shifted and changed. And I think that's, a, you know, it's proof as to why it was good that Holland waited as long as he did to, uh, to make some of the moves that he's now making. That does it for the good, bad, and early brought to you by Alberta blue cross. But I kind of want to pick on what you just said right there, because in the last week here, we hated the word addition to use for Dylan Holloway because he was already on the team. He did play earlier this season, but you've added a top nine forward in Dylan Holloway and a top nine forward in Corey Perry. Now Sam Gagne is getting pushed out of the lineup. Stuart Skinner and Calvin Pickard's incredible play has quieted down all the goalie trade talk. Where do you want to improve this team at the deadline? What's the area you're looking? Bob Stoffer mentioned he's still looking for a top six, top nine winger with a lot of offense. I know there's been people bringing up, are you going to replace Cody Cece? That's probably the area for me that I would look to do. But Matthias Eckholm trades don't just grow off trees every season and happen like that. What do you want to see the Oilers look to improve on at the deadline? I I think I'm a quiet voice in this, but I, I still believe that this team needs more defensive depth. Uh, I would like to I would like to see an upgrade, perhaps, but even just bringing in some an NHL ready defenseman for your seventh defenseman, I think would be really huge for this team. I I just I, every time I cringe at the thought of playoff hockey grinds you into a fine pace, and especially your defensemen. They you know. This team, when we have one defenseman go down, everything just gets shifted all out of sorts. And we don't have that next guy up there. So for me, it's defensive depth personally. But I, I see the I see the hole up top. I think you need to be able to shift some of those guys still down and out of the lineup as everyday people like Derek Ryan, I, you know, Waz, sorry. I know you're watching. God love him. Uh, just can't have him in the say lineup. His, say his name right, Dan. It's Derek <laughs> Sorry, Derek Ryan. We can't have you in the lineup every day. It's it's just it's just not a winning recipe for this team. I do think that there's a spot for a guy like Sam Gagne and a Derek Ryan on a playoff roster, but it just yeah, I, I would I would say defensive depth, and then I'm looking at that middle per, perhaps a centerman of a fourth line variety. Stony Soprano Yukon says flurry if Minnesota sinks. I got to tell you, I have no idea why Oilers fans still, hey, get it, throw it in the chat. I love your takes. As long as you give me the like, well, let's have it out right now. I just do not see the Edmonton Oilers needing to upgrade on goalie. What more could you have asked for over the last two months from not one goaltender, but both of them in Calvin Pickard and Stuart Skinner? I see it here from Berserker Earl. The names in here are just fantastic sometimes. We need a CC upgrade. Nurse is having a resurgence, and CC is bringing him down. I hate to shit on Cody CC because I like him as a player. He's good enough. Sure, he's on the goal-scoring map, but, you know, we've, we've given him the pass on that one. I just do think there's plenty of times a game where his lead in his skates sure are holding the Edmonton Oilers back. It's not his fault that he's playing in a top D-pairing role. We all know he shouldn't be there. He's doing quite well considered his natural God-given abilities and what he's been able to do on that top pairing. That's the area for me that I'd look to upgrade. As you know, I don't ever want to see Brett Kulak leave this team. He looked great tonight. He even fed one perfect one-time feed out to Hyman for an absolutely open net, and he just whiffed on it. Brett Kulak, you're not going to get on the score sheet, but hey, you had great tonight. Fighting Amish said exactly, Boardsy. Both goalies have been great. 
And squishy for breakfast. A goalie would have to re- to have to go really in order to bring in someone. Don't really know what that meant. A goalie would have to go. A goalie would have to go really if in order you wanted to bring in somebody. Commas are essential in the Booster Juice YouTube chat when I have to read these this fast. Let's he move reads along. it exactly how you write it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 I'm a, I'm a talker, not a reader. <laughs> Go after yourself, San Diego. <laughs> Perfect. Nice, thanks. A whale's blank. Yeah, no, we'll just continue on with this one. But the Hot and Cold Performers are brought to you by DoorDash. DoorDash has an amazing selection of local gems and the staples you need in a hurry, too. You can try something new and get your favorite comfort food delivered right to your door. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app and enter the code NATION25, first, Dan, if you were, let's say, hypothetically, celebrating an Oilers 16th win in a row, you had a couple suds in you, you didn't want to cook tonight, where would you order from on DoorDash? Oh, man, I am going to have to answer with a donair. I have been craving a donair for so long. I know they don't even – sometimes they don't travel well, but DoorDash does their best. And, I like, I don't know. I Yeah, I think any, any donair would be good for me right now. I have been mulling over what I'm going to order from DoorDash right <laughs> after this. I had Oodle Noodle on the brain because oh. I'm a company man. Shout out Jay Downton. Uh, you just completely talked me out of it. I'm getting a super loaded donair. <laughs> There's nothing more Edmonton to bring in this 16th win in a row. But my hot performer tonight, courtesy of DoorDash, it's Stuart Skinner and the post. The post needs as much love as Stu gets tonight. As I said, he made 20 set. Well, that changed on me. I believe it was 29 saves on 30 shots. It keeps changing on me. Score mobile says he allowed. Two goals. That's that's just that's just a lie. Score mobile. You need to yeah, update right. your shit. But Stuart Skinner looked great tonight, dude. From the beginning of the game, did you see Philip Forsberg had four shots on goal from very in close before the five minute mark had even come in this game? Stu does it yet again. Another game with an above nine hundred save percentage. He's been on the run of all runs. I brought up before Stuart Skinner is signed for $2.6 million for this season and two more. This man's 25 years old, entering the prime of his career. He's never played this well before. And at 2.6 for the next couple of years, that is such a bargain. I know there's still Jack Campbell on the books, so that really hurts. But shout out Stuart Skinner. He was fantastic tonight and the post. Dan, who are you giving your hot performer to? There's a number of big dogs you could pick from. I I gotta give it to it. I don't usually take. I try not to go too high. It's it's too often that this man gets his credit where he deserves it. But Connor McDavid absolutely took the emotional you know lead of this team and and drove this team into this victory tonight. One goal, three assists for the man. Just you know. The streak has not been buoyed by by Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid like P.K. Subban would like you to believe. It hasn't been that way. The the depth scoring has been getting us through. The goaltending has been getting us through. Team defense has been getting us through. And now Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl have arrived. The power play has arrived, and it's all courtesy of the man, Connor McDavid. The power play was also going to be my choice for the hot performer 
but I had to give Stu and the post some love. But the power play is back. You saw Tyler's tweet. I brought up on pregaming today that we said the Oilers power play has been slumping over this run. It's running at before tonight, running at 24.3%. I had to reassess my priorities. If I'm calling that slumping, <laughs> it's just maybe not 40% or the NHL record 33 or whatever we had last season. Um, who said this in here, Dan, this blew my mind from Darian. I've actually never had one, but now the hype has me stubborn and I want to try it and I won't try it. You never had a don't air before. That's crazy in Edmonton. I, I understand it, but coming from, I've spent some time in, in Halifax. I don't know if you knew that, but I, I lived in Halifax for a time. Uh, and that is where the don't air was born. And I have to say, you got to give it a shot. It is, uh, it's, it's not just it's not just an Edmonton cultural meal. It is a it is a it is a thing that you're you're gonna thank us for afterwards. You can come back to pregame at Boardsy next episode and you can say, you know what? I understood that the hype is there, but it's real. It's a real hype. It's it's I don't know. I'm not a guy to believe that you, you gotta go along with the bros and the and the sisters of the world. You don't have to follow along with everybody, but donairs are definitely not just a hype tree. You always call me a bro, so I felt very targeted in that one. Right there. <laughs> hey, if you want to pregame with with the bros, with the Broadsy, with Boardsy, you tell me. You give me your Dave Portnoy rating with a decimal point in there. The rating's always key. I need a decimal out of ten. One bite. Everybody knows the rules. Another hot performer that I want to give love to tonight. Even texted our resident Vinny DeHarnay guy here at the company, Brad Holden. It's Vinny DeHarnay. I thought Vinny was fantastic tonight. Looking here. He played 18 minutes and 55 seconds. He had three block shots, three hits, and the specific one on the penalty kill where that man is so big, laid down on the ice and just swallowed that puck up in his midsection, kind of curled into the fetal position, just had the other team poking around, poking and crawling. You are not going to get that puck out of Vincent DeHarnay. There's nothing you can do about that. I thought he was great tonight. Greg says it right there, the slide. The other thing with Vinny DeHarnay, I noticed it at one point tonight. I couldn't remember who the Predators player was, but he takes an extra poke at Stuart Skinner. I think it was like Connor Brown in there. Gives him a little shot. They kind of get chirpy. And then big daddy Vinny DeHarnay comes in, and you just see the fear on his face. And he's just like, nope, I'm not fucking with that guy tonight. Nope, nope. And he skates right back over the bench. Vinny's missing a tooth on the bench. I think Vinny needs plenty of love. He's been great tonight. And the fact he played 18 minutes and 55 seconds in a semi-close game all the way through, especially in that third period, says a lot. What do you think of Vinny tonight? Unreal. He, for a guy, these are, these are, there's so many little stories with this team where you just have to just kind of soak it in. And he's one of those guys that, that, you know, the start of this season, nobody had him penciled in, in this lineup. Nobody knew what we were, what we were really looking at on that side. We, we had Broberg, you know, dreams of Broberg being an everyday guy before, before Vinny DeHarnay. And here he is, and you can't take him out of the lineup. Like there is just, there is nothing. He is absolutely, he's your deterrent. He is your, he's your, he's your stay at home guy. He's an emotional leader with this team. It's, it's awesome to see. I love to watch it. And it's just, he's just another piece to that puzzle. That is this Edmonton Oilers franchise that is clicking on all cylinders. 
With Skinny and Vinny, we win it. You want me to take out 50% of that winning formula? No, absolutely not. Vinny's great. He looks like an asset in the locker room. Also, if I didn't get to watch that hug after the game, I'd be very upset. But Vinny needs his love. Another hot performer tonight could have been the penalty kill. He went three for three yet again. I don't know what's going on in the water there at Rogers Place. Shout out Mark Stewart because the face-off thought, the penalty kill, this is a completely different unit than earlier this season. And they keep pointing out, it's just the six same forwards, two deep pairings. They really come to own the penalty kill as their baby. That's when they get their minutes. That's something Nobby has said he wanted to build in this team and take some pride in that the penalty kill is yours. That's your number, your percentage. I thought the PK was great. And Dan, the PK has been lights out for arguably even longer than this streak. It's really just been since Nobla came around and Mark Stewart. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, Paul Coffey gets a lot of the bylines because of the history before. <laughs> there you go. That's very well done by Rustofson. Rustofson. Oh, I can't even say that. Rustofferson. There we go. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's something special to watch. And in Edmonton, it's something that we're not used to. Uh, you know, I, I definitely don't feel comfortable to, like trying to break down penalty kills. It's not a thing that I'm used to and not ready to do. But we're going to have to figure it out here because we've got something special going on. And the full marks have to go to Stewart with what he's been doing with this team. Just quietly behind the scenes, not getting the, not getting the newspaper clippings like, like Mr. Coffee is. But uh, it's awesome to watch. And like you said, a huge part of the streak, even before. Yeah, absolutely. I this made me giggle from Mainlander Tim. Why is no one calling them penalty kill merchants? <laughs> Weird. I Weird. love that, Tim. That made me giggle. I was looking at that for like 30 seconds right here, trying to hold in my smile. Maynard Nugent here says 16 games is basically 20% of the season. We point out it was a couple games ago that Stuart Skinner was 17 and 2. I think he's probably what now 18 and two. That is a quarter of the season. That is 20 games right there. This, it doesn't get any better than this. Um, a couple people in here. I see some of my idiot friends in here as well. Shout <laughs> masters as well. We're going to ignore those boys. Uh, moving along though, to my cold performer tonight. I saw some other people through this one in the chat for me, dude. I didn't even notice him tonight. I barely saw him. It's a Vander Kane. It was Evander Kane yet again. He was minus one. He played 13 minutes and 21 seconds of ice time. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to look too much into it. We know this thing with Evander Kane. He's either red hot or ice cold. I feel like for him sometimes it's how he starts the game. If he gets a chance at the beginning or he lays a huge hit, he seems to be way more dialed in. I don't know. Am I off tonight? What would you think of Evander Kane? Or do you have a cold performer of your own? I don't. I admire that you were able to kind of pull this one out. Kane feels like he's been kind of the, 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 I don't know how to, the, the, the whipping boy of the, of the fan base recently and understandably so to some degree. Um, I, I also think that there's a, there's just an element of sometimes you just don't need it. Uh, it like, I don't know, like you don't need an every game effort out of everybody all the time, but, but yes, it, it's more often than not, it is coming to be Evander Kane and not, not enjoying seeing that. Uh, I do think that there is, 
I'm, I, I'm again not a person that believes in conspiracy theories, but there's got to be something going on with that guy. I think that there might be a little bit of uh, an injury lingering there yeah. that you know he played a little bit of mind games with us and had the limp going on and and all those weird little little factors, and then it turned out it was an upper body, whatever. So I, yeah, I, 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 I would like to see him kind of go on a little bit of a hot streak here and get off the schneid and get us talking about somebody else instead of focusing in on Evander Kane, but. It's not unfair right now. Yeah. And once again, I always want to make this clear, right? I don't, I got to pick somebody yes. for the cold performer. It's, it's literally difficult job. to do that on a 16 0 and 0 run, but we got to pick somebody. I'm not necessarily saying he was playing bad. It's just that he wasn't at the Evander yep. Kane levels that we know. Um, looking in here, yeah, Michael says Kane puts pucks in dangerous areas effectively. The one thing about Kane, too, that man does not hesitate to shoot the puck. I know my father would love it. He's one of those old dudes that just screams, shoot, all the time. Evander Kane is not a guy that you're going to yell that at. Um, Here for Mr. Burns, he's not a problem, but he's not doing anything notable. Yeah, that's once again, it's kind of from game to game. It is what it is. Nuge Lover here says Kane has been wearing his cloak of invisibility on and off all season long. Um, uh, Here we go. Berserker Earl. This leads me to my next question. So that's it, the hot and cold performers, courtesy of our friends at DoorDash. But this one, I hope we go back to the old lines for Vegas. Kane, dry, foggy was better. Dan, let me ask you, what would you like the line alignments to be when we come back and take on the Vegas Golden Knights? I do believe that you want to split Connor and Dry up once again. Hey, they might get sick of each other. They got to spend so much time down at the All-Star yeah. game. Also, Gene Principe doing the interview with the both of them, and they both just looked like they did not want to be there. <laughs> Connor's like, yeah, I'll let Will Arnett draft my team. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, whatever. Like, oh, wow. They're all good hockey players. Oh, whatever. It's a draft. I thought that was great, but what would you do for the line alignments? I'm not touching line three. I'm letting Corey Perry back out there. Give him up to five games or something with Holloway and McLeod. I want to switch Nuge and Dry back back and switch spots. What do you want to do? I I don't I don't care. I, I guess it's like my like I'm at that Fuck point. Yeah, where, dude. Is that, yeah. Is that is that a is that the wrong answer? I don't know. Like it's just I I'm I'm kind of on at that point right now where and I, I feel like I say this every year for something to do with this team. There's a part of this team that I just, maybe I don't necessarily understand because I'm not in the locker room, whatever it is. I just, I'm not, I didn't like the changes that they've been making to the lineup and I've been wrong every single time, like almost to a, to a point, like even if we go back to Woodcroft, I, I didn't like some of the things that he was doing and I was wrong almost every single time. So, and then I did like some of the things and and it wasn't going well. So I'm at the point where I, I like fans just have to kind of let it be and and just kind of enjoy what we've got but i do i will say i do i would like the idea i like the idea of getting fogel elevated again i think that warren fogel is a is a really great story with this team and a guy that you know a year from a year back even in this past summer was talked about as a cap dump i don't know i'm a little bit scared now saying this out loud that he might have more value than being a cap dump or too much of value than to be a cap dump uh and it makes sense to try and uh, upgrade him uh but yeah it's he i i'm i'm just at that point now where it's like you know what Navi, you do you 
I'm a fan and I'm just going to, and I'm just going to enjoy the lineup as much as I can. Well, that's easy for you to say when you don't do a pregame show dissecting the line. I know, I know it's, it's, it, it sounds good and it's a good sound bite and all that, but you're right. I, I just, my instinct was always get away from Leon and, and Connor and those guys just, they just know it better than me. That's just the reality. They just know better than us. What's going to work on any given night. Nobby seems like he's batting what 1%, a thousand percent in baseball yes. terms with his lineup decisions. I also laughed. Shout out to our boss, Almo. He texted me right before the show and he goes, Boy, it's got to be tough to be Jay Woodcroft right now oh, and, watch like. the team and what they're doing. But the thing with Chris Nabla, dude, is is he capable of making bad decisions? Knock on wood. I know, obviously, he is human, but when Ryan McLeod was struggling, he decided to put him on the second line, move him up. That moved work almost instantly. Reuniting Dry and Connor together worked almost instantly. Harry on this third line works almost instantly. You can even throw Kane in there. He threw him up on the second line when McLeod moved down. It got Kane a goal. Whatever goalie he starts seems to be the perfect decision lately, whether it's a shutout for Calvin Pickard or one goal today for Stuart Skinner. Chris Nabla is on fire. Stick taps in the chat for Nobby. And also, I don't know what's being said in the chat. But KQ and Super Gremlin, clean it up. Let's be appropriate in here. Everybody love everybody. Don't make me send Pat Puff on you and kick you out of the chat. I also don't want that. Let's let's let it rip today. Let's just be a little be a little respectful here, boys. Come on, or girls. I don't. A Super Gremlin might be a girl. I don't. I don't necessarily don't know feed that. After midnight, right? Just don't feed the Gremlin <laughs> after midnight. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Don't don't get him wet. Um, one other thing I wanted to bring up is Connor McDavid was electric tonight all over the ice right making plays left right and center and he continues to get multiple chances a game off the rush down the wing pulls it in tight you know makes his move the thing is he's just not scoring goals on those moves so far this season previous years we've seen him always somehow tuck it five hole short side you know brings it back in at the very last minute finds a way to do it we're just not seeing the results of highlight real goals lately but he still has the same legs underneath him sure we know Connor mcdavid isn't the high point man in the nhl right now some people have pointed out that oh he's better defensively Tyler's quick to point out, well, he was good defensively last season, even when he had a hundred, whatever amount of points he had. Dan, Connor McDavid this season. I'm done with chasing the regular season point records. Sure. Would it be nice? Don't get me wrong. I'd love him to crack 180 and break records. That would be absolutely unreal, but he seems way more committed to as long as we grab the W, I don't care what happened out there. And it is funny. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying this on a night. He had four points. Well, that's that's the beauty of uh, doing the job that we're doing here, Aaron. Is you're 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 just speaking to it, and you're not wrong. And I think that that's there's a certain element of that answer where it's like, yeah, it's just convenient that we're winning the games, but it's also the element of we are winning the hockey games without needing 180 points from Connor McDavid, and we're not getting McDavid's not getting the questions from Mark Spector and company every single night about why he's not scoring points because the Edmonton Oilers are winning the hockey games and those guys have other people to talk to. So, you know, we're, we're, when you're sitting here trying to pick apart and trying to find something bad with this team, that media organization doesn't have to do that with Connor McDavid as much. And so I just, it, it's different season. It's a different mentality. It's a different team. It's, it's all those different factors that are going to play into it. But we also know in saying all this, that Connor McDavid is due. 
and look out for the rest of the league when this power play starts clicking at 60% and McDavid is getting point after point after point. And these four point nights, like you think that he took, what was it? A nine game break where he didn't have multi-point nights in a row. That's insane for him. That's it. So it's coming. I have, I have an old book upstairs or it might actually just be over here that has all of Wayne Gretzky's game logs. Of, of every single season that he's played. And there were some stretches where he he lulled off and he went to sleep and the Oilers maybe won a few of those games and then lost a few. And then he woke up. And that's what superstars do. And sometimes you just, sometimes you don't need that. Sometimes you're winning 15 games in a row and you don't need to go supernova. But he just did. And, <laughs> and look out. He's got the Vegas Golden Knights as a defending Stanley Cup champions as his next opponent. After an all-star game where he's not going to be the focus, there's going to be a focus all around. And it's, you know, he won't win the super skills competition. He'll probably get screwed out of the speed skating competition somehow, and we'll all be upset about it. But Connor McDavid is coming back to this Edmonton Oilers team fired up to win a Stanley Cup. And I guarantee you, he's going to have more multi-point games towards the end of the season than he has single-point games. Um, you may wonder why I call Dan the Encyclopedia of Hockey. Well, as he just pointed out, he's got record books in literal pages around <laughs> him right there. You ever heard of the internet, Dan? I know you do live there, but you're old school, and that's what I appreciate and what I love about you. Also, Gina points this one out. Shout out to the Wit Dog, Ryan Whitney. We'll touch on that in a moment. Wit Dog tweeted as the game was ending and said, quote, if you think McJesus is out of the scoring title race, you got to screw loose. And I think he's right. It's very fair. Connor McDavid's never going to be out of point race. If he wants to get back in it, he will. But I think he's going to take a nice 3-1 defensive game just as much as a 7-6 OT 3-on-3. Don't get me wrong. I love watching Connor and Leon clean it up in overtime when the overcashes and all that fun stuff. But it's just easier on the heart this season. And I might sacrifice a couple personal points for that one. Uh, So my two questions I got before you go. This one's from Dean. We brought this up on pre-gaming. Who scores first, CC Brown or Corey Perry? I'm throwing in there, Dan. Who scores first? Oh, out of those three, I would say Corey Perry for sure. And then I'm going to go Connor Brown and CC. Brown is absolutely due. He's never scored again, but he's way more due than Cody CC. CC, uh, you know, uh, I, I saw a few flourishes of rushes from him early in this Paul Coffey era, but it's really kind of gone away and yeah, calmed right down. He's He's got to figure out his defensive game before we uh, let him too far unloose or unchained. Oh, Spivey said, who cares? I don't know. The guy in the chat that asked the question, maybe. I don't know. I'm no genius. A lot of people I in care. Here- Davin said Stuart Skinner scores first. Mainlander Tim, Stuart Skinner scores first. Nice. Everybody's agreeing the goalie goal. Tyler today said Connor Brown scores first, which I would want to pick because he's he's been getting so close. But no, he's allergic to scoring goals. It's going to be Corey Perry. And then my final thing, I would ask you for a score prediction and an anytime goal scorer for the next game. But we're not looking ahead. We're just going to enjoy the month of January and close the book on this one. You're also not going to see me. Well, you're not going to see the pregame with Boardsy Flag. I'll leave it at that. I will be doing Oilers Nation every day on Monday. But we've got quite some time off here while the boys go on an all-star break. I'm going to enjoy a couple days off later in the week, next week. Dan, you're probably stoked. It'll be way less. There shouldn't be any hockey fights during the NHL all-star game, right? 
Well, hey, you know, it, fighting has been down this year and uh, it's trending downwards again. So I, I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping and I'm praying that there's some animosity built at the All-Star game. Maybe, you know, McDavid and Leon just tag team and beat up McCarr or something and we get some beef going between us and the Avalanche. Um, Pat, if you want to come on, hop on here for the last couple of minutes while we wind down. I got a question for you, but I laugh. Connor Brown is in the chat himself right now and he says... Corey Perry scores. <laughs> and that's oh, coming no. from me. Connor Brown, you're a team player. I've always known that about you. Everybody knows that about you. And another guy who's a team player, my boy, Patrick Puff. Pat, do you have the photo as well? I want to see your face if we can. There we do go. you have the photo of what you were enjoying during today's hockey oh. game? You do afternoon puck <laughs> well. If you show off I, this photo. Ready? Yeah. Look at the size hey. of that cor- Corona. I was going to call it a Coronita, but no, that's like <laughs> seven. That's like a two, six of beer right there. The it's size not a of little a bag Rito's of chips. Bag. It's a full bag of chips. <laughs> how it's a taste, how, was, how was the game? That seems like the ideal to watch a game today, Pat. With the sweet 16, it went down perfectly. That's a Corona extra, <laughs> extra. I called it the yeah. big Cajona Corona. Ah, yeah. There you go. I like that one. That one's going to stick right there. Um, I guess I can just ask you now. I'm not going to ask you for a score prediction. Who are your hot, cold-ish performers tonight? If you got anyone, you want to single anyone out, good or bad? Uh, honestly, like I don't know if you want to call it a hot performer, but I did really enjoy watching Perry tonight. I thought maybe at the start he was a little bit slow, which is totally reasonable. Yeah. Had a couple months off. But I just saw some beautiful stuff from him out there today that makes me excited to going into February here. That behind the back pass to Holloway back back door. If he was ready for that, we would be that's all we would have been talking about in this after show. So I think as much as he wasn't maybe the hottest performer, I'm gonna give Corey Corey Perry a hot performer today. Just for you know, um, my expectations were here, and I think he was a little bit above that. So we'll give him that. Cold performer, like you said, that's so tough. Um, maybe you give it to Kane. Although I was very impressed that one Kane backhand ripped all the way around the rink. Like that's not, how's it even possible? So uh, <laughs> as much as I'm going to give Kane the cold performer, I think he played all right tonight and he'll find his groove, especially now that we kind of have new lines and we'll figure that out. And then, you know, once we lock it down, I think it'll be better. I've talked about my hot take list that I remember from earlier in the beginning of the season. But if you don't love me at 291, you don't deserve me at 15-0-0. Add this one to the hot takes list, and we'll revisit this at the end of the season. Matt here says, Perry was finished two years ago. He's nearly 40. Whoa. Mental screenshot. We'll revisit. You might be right. I might be right. We'll revisit that one later as the season moves along. I'm only three years away from 40, so whoa. (laughs) Whoa. It's never too late, Dan. You can make that NHL comeback if you want to. I see Waz is in here. Shout out, Waz. Okay, this is the way we'll we'll end it off. He said, I am on fire because we are streaking. He You've never seen old school before. We're going streaking. Damn right, baby. 16 in a row. Sweet 16. I'll see you, Greta, later tonight. Shout out. Also, shout out to us. That's right. Show off your hoodie here, Pat. Shout out to Betway. Boards he's bankrolled tonight. We did cash. We went with the anytime Leon Dry settle goal scorer. He's the mayor of Smashville. That was a lock. And I'm not going to lie. I didn't follow my own rules. I didn't just pick one. I also picked the other one. That was like Leon two plus points and an Oilers victory. 
cashed both of those. The Oilers didn't hit the shot total, though. But we're happy. We'll move along. I'm so happy to get a dub in Borgie's bankroll before we set off for the week of no hockey. Little leave me with good memories. And shout out to all of our lovely sponsors, Alberta Blue Cross, Greta, DoorDash, Betway, and Booster Juice for the YouTube chat. Of course, keeping everybody hydrated, I do hope. It is Saturday night. Enjoy your evening tonight, everybody. These 16-game heaters, I don't know, check the Wikipedia page. They do not come around that often, so let's literally drink it in. Enjoy every bit of it. I'll catch you on Monday. We'll be back for a new episode of Oilers Nation every day. 12.01 Mountain Standard Time. Dan, I love you. Pat, I love you. Everybody in the Booster Juice YouTube chat, I love you. Please smash the like button on your way out. Make sure you're subscribed. And we get to stay on this high for over a week now, and nothing could make me happier. Good night, everybody. Enjoy your Saturday. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.